guys, and welcome to the third episode of the Real Talk Junkies podcast. My name's Elena. And my name's Mia. And today we are going to be diving into a couple stories that we found on some rather crazy situations and friendships. Maybe some of these are normal, um, but I think they're kind of out there. But we would love to know what you guys think about it. Um, I haven't, to start off, I haven't read any of these all the way through. I've only read bits and pieces of it, and I chose them for some of the details that I had read. I also have not shared any details with Elena, so these are going to be pretty real. Raw reactions. Yeah. All right. So the first one we're going to read is titled, Am I the Asshole for Yelling at My Best Friend When She Threw Away My Anxiety Medication? Mm. Okay, yeah, I would probably yell too, <laughs> with no context at all so far. Yeah. I'd be a little upsetty, but it's okay. All right. Okay. I and my lifelong best friend, Emily, share a dorm at college. For backstory, I started having really bad panic attacks when I was 10 after my parents died. My brother, Dylan, took me to a psychiatrist, and I was diagnosed with JD and put on Prozac. I've taken it ever since, and I have occasional panic attacks, but it's been a lifesaver. Emily has stood by me through all of it, but she never liked the medication. She was raised extremely Christian as opposed to my agnostic upbringing and thinks I just need to repent and ask God's forgiveness. So I definitely think that personally, if you have religious reasons, that is fine for your own aspect, but you can't really push push that that on to other people, especially... If that's not their beliefs, or even if it is their beliefs and they switch it up just a little bit, you can't really just tell someone, "Mm, I think the medicine you're taking is wrong, even though doctors and everyone else thinks it's fine. Yeah, I'm all for, like, if you think something's going to help you. Try it. Exactly. What? Like, what's the? It's not gonna hurt anything. Exactly. But I'm also not gonna sit there and be like, okay, I'm not gonna be mad at you for being like, oh, medication's weird. You know, yeah. religion says no. Um, but I definitely this is starting out kind of like, ugh. Mm. All right. <clears throat> now I'm pretty good at just ignoring that since I trust my therapist and doctor. However, since we've gotten to college, she's been looking at me weird and making snide remarks every morning when I take my medication. She has asked me not to take it in front of her, and I try to do it when she's in the bathroom, but she insists that she can hear the pills rattling. It has caused tension, but I never thought she would do what she did. How? That's, that's okay, a little that's intense. obsessive. That's yeah. obsessive. Like, like you're really... How is it bothering... Hearing the pills rattle is that big of a trigger for you? Like, Like, you're not even... It's just because you're opposed to it. It's not because you have a background with, like, something that would... I don't know. And it's not like she's using them wrong either, you know? She's She's using using them them how she's prescribed, And she's used them ever since she was young. Exactly. it's not a new thing. It's just that they're living together now. All right. Let's get into it. Thursday afternoon, I was feeling restless and went into the city with my girlfriend, Ava. Emily thinks we're just friends. We had a great time, but Emily kept texting and calling even when I insisted everything was okay. I'm usually okay with her being so overprotective because of an incident when I was 14, but I just wanted to be with Ava, so I told her I'd call her if anything happened and turn off my phone. A couple hours later, I got back to the dorm, and Emily screamed at me for having my phone off and threatened to call my brother and and sister-in-law. I was like, I thought that said St. Louis. I was like, what? I'm going to call St. Louis on you if you don't get your crap together. <laughs> oh, gosh. I apologized because I didn't want her to call and worry them. She accused me of not having morals anymore, and I just didn't say anything and went to bed. Friday morning, I was getting ready and found that all my pills were missing. I asked her about it, and she said, you don't need drugs. You need to pray. And said she had flushed them. That's like not even throwing them away. They're gone. Yeah, they're gone, gone. You know how long it takes to get meds, too? And, like, not even just that. Like, some people don't have as good insurance. So, like, she doesn't know how much that could have cost her family too oh my gosh oh my gosh and like i would have needed to pray after she threw my medicine away i'm just gonna say that right now (laughs) you and i both know how much it throws us off when we miss one day of taking meds yes like uh, let alone not being able to take them for 
a few days. Yeah, that is just so you can get them. So wrong. And the fact that she, like, inserted herself into there by being like, you need to pray. Like, no. Like, not everything. I don't know. I know that all religions are kind of different and like people are different with what they think but i'm like science and religion can work together like medicine and religion like yeah even taking the religion out of it you still don't mess with other people's property or medicine yeah like anything you don't mess with anything that's not yours period oh my god i would be like i'm moving out i'm sorry yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm done (laughs) i'd be like i'm done nope okay so let's see she said, I lost my temper and told her I need my medication to, like, properly function and that she had no right to do that. I had to go all day without it and was a complete disaster. I had to step out of a chemistry lab because I felt so bad. It was about time to replace the prescription anyway, so I did that. So that's good. Okay, yeah. And I'm hiding it in my backpack. Okay, good. Keep hiding it. <laughs> Even though you shouldn't have to. Yeah. However, Emily is demanding an apology for how I yelled at her, and her boyfriend agrees with her completely. Ava, Dylan's sister-in-law, and our other friends think I'm completely right and should be angrier. I don't know. We've been friends for so long, I feel like if I don't apologize, it'll be over, and the rest of freshman year will be so awkward. I know she'll hold a grudge for a while. I I shouldn't have just shut off my phone, but she knew where I was and that I wasn't alone. I just want it to all blow over. This whole Saturday has been tense and weird. Uh, I'm just going to say I've definitely been in the situation where she's in before where, like, you felt... I felt pressured with certain friendships and stuff to try and mend them and basically go out of my way with things that make me happy to make others happy. Uh, And it's really not... It's really messed me up in the end, honestly. And I think that... You know, if you really feel like she's a good friend, I would definitely try and talk to her. But I don't necessarily think an apology is needed because she messed with your stuff. No, no, you should, she, like, she should not have to apologize. Yeah. That's just, like, when you're living with someone else, like, that does not give you a right to someone else's stuff, you know, like, just, I don't know, like, you still gotta mind your business. Exactly. Just because you're in the same space doesn't mean everything What's yours is not mine. Yeah, no. I I still can't get over the fact that she flushed them. I am really glad that she was due for another prescription. Yeah. But, like, what if she wasn't? Also, another thing, I feel like that's another reason a lot of people struggle to be able to talk about. Like, I feel like before generation, like, Gen Z, it was such a weird thing to talk about being on medication. Uh, and yeah. we're just such an open generation with that like we don't really hide it and stuff but so many people were scared of talking about their medication before because of judgment like that Um, and I didn't tell like when I was younger like I got on meds while I was pretty young and I didn't talk to like anyone about anything because it was just embarrassing like yeah and it was for that reason like people were so rude they'd be like okay you're messed up like I want to talk to you like you're you're like psycho I hate that word (laughs) I know (laughs) but like that furthers it and it's sad that this is this is pretty recent I'm pretty sure not even just like you know like you mentioned earlier it can physically mess with the chemicals in your brain when you don't take because when I don't take my medicine for a day I can get pretty bad just because the chemical composition of my hormones and everything that's working in my brain isn't right because it's been being fixed by this medicine and it's being thrown off. Yeah. So that can really, really mess us. And sometimes it can make a person suicidal, not because obviously they want to be, but it just messes with you that much. Exactly. Like I, like it's dangerous. Yeah. Anytime I have forgotten to take meds, like, or anything like that, like those days are not good. Yeah. They're very hard. They're, they're terrible. They're so bad. And if you don't, (laughs) And if you don't have, like, I don't know, like, I guess hers were, well, hers are for panic attack and probably GAD, ge- too. Yeah. So, I mean, like, General if you don't anxiety. have, you know, like, extra pills for, like, panic, panic attacks, like, in the moment, like, you're kind of screwed. And even that, that you I shouldn't can, have to, like, yeah. your medicine's supposed to level it out so that you don't have those issues. So, she'd be solely stuck on taking the medication for 
solely like when she has anxiety yeah. attacks which is horrible because going through that's like terrible I know. and as you can see she went through that with the chemistry lab like it affects school <laughs> it affects her friendship like I don't know like I don't like sometimes it sucks but like friends that you have from like high school and stuff like sometimes you just like outgrow yeah. like being friends with them like it doesn't mean they're bad people it just means, means you have You've changed. You have, yeah, you have different outlooks on life and exactly, and it, how things it, like, work. And... You were there for a good portion of their life, and they were there for years, and like it was for a purpose. But sometimes you just outgrow that purpose. Like you learned what you needed to learn, you experienced what you need to experience, and then you just need to move on and find yeah. new people. There's nothing wrong with them, except in this case i mean she is she she went a little far just a little yeah. just a little but bit I, far i don't know if i would be able to like obviously i live by the whole okay i'm gonna forgive you even if you really really hurt me because um, it's more about pushing myself along my see but, even my version of forgiveness though is normally like i forgive you and i hope you have a great life but it's probably not gonna be as much involved with me yeah. anymore because it doesn't benefit me and it doesn't necessarily benefit you. Yeah. And, like, obviously, she, like, doesn't, like, I mean, I guess she does value, in her outlook, she values the friendship a lot because she's trying to look out for her. But she needs to realize that that's an issue. That's not looking out for someone. That's projecting what you think onto them. That's and something you talk about. But yeah. You don't just do. You maybe have a talk with them about it, but you can't force someone on your I don't know. I just, this whole thing is just kind of like, I take meds, so I can't sit there and be like, yeah, she's crazy for taking meds, because that's not what I think. So I I can understand, like, I've met people who, like, I've talked to, and, like, they don't realize that I'm on meds, and they'll be like, meds are for crazy people, and I'm like, (laughs) yeah. As somebody, okay, as somebody who, like, wasn't on them and is now on them, I definitely thought, like, you, before I actually was more aware of you know, how you can take certain doses just if you need a little help or if you need a lot of help. You know, I guess I kind of grouped it a little bit too of like basically people who have had really, really traumatic stuff happen to them are the ones that take meds. Yeah. But I know so many people who just have general yeah general anxiety, you know, like she I has. I know, because I remember that because you would be like, oh, I don't want to take meds. Yeah, like, that's for not me, me, that was just like a big thing <clears throat> of like, oh, I'm just a very happy person. I don't want to be on medication because... You know, I want to be just naturally happy and da-da-da. And, you know, for me, it was just very uncommon for medication. But now that, like, I'm also taking it, it definitely gave me a more appreciative outlook. And I've learned a lot more about medication and dosages and how it helps different people function. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, I can't see it from her side, but I also can, like, to the extent where it's, like, you want what's best for your friend, but you're kind of, like narrow-minded about that yeah and I like I had my own situation I probably had my own situations where I've been pretty stubborn and narrow-minded about stuff probably when I was younger and didn't understand as much but sometimes you just have to learn from that and if it means losing friends to learn from that then even even in situations now where like I still am like okay I don't really understand your reasoning I still don't overstep my boundaries because it's not my place to understand it anyways it's theirs <laughs> we um, love broken apartment windows <laughs> yeah her apartment window right now we can hear everything through so if you hear that a train <laughs> or cars it's because she has tissues stuffed in her it gets cold guys. window frame <laughs> and people like to drive 50 downtown so yeah all right um we're going to get into the next story. Um, this one's titled, Am I the Asshole for Not Drinking Around My Largely Sober Friends? I don't know how that would make you an asshole. Okay, yeah. The title <laughs> the title totally threw me off. This actually was one that I did read through, and I was like, okay, this is too much. Too much. Okay. <clears throat> Over the new year, I went to a small get-together with some of my friends for the weekend. Since it was New Year's Eve, I packed several beers to enjoy while we were there. I've always been more of a drinker than this group of friends. Think one or two drinks when we go out first, my four or five. 
New Year's Eve, I'm admittedly getting quite tipsy, not blackout, I remember everything, just louder and more inappropriate. One of my friends, however, keeps side-eyeing me and then attempts to take my beer from me saying, I think you should stop. This was my eighth beer, so I shrug, chug it, and say, okay. I didn't have any more that night, but the looks I was getting were so transparently judgmental that I began to feel guilty. At bedtime, I was told that I could not that I could have the private room at the end of the house while the others slept in the living room. When I said I was okay to take the couch, it was insisted that I take the room alone. Now, booze always makes me more emotional, usually for the happy, but I was already crestfallen, so that was the straw that broke this sad, drunk camel's back. <laughs> that poor camel. What? I don't, I can't, I couldn't. <laughs> His phrasing. <laughs> this, this is a girl. This is a- <laughs> Her phrasing, my bad. That was wrong of me to assume. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, sorry, that was too much for me to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Feeling banished. Her choice of words. She should become a writer. <laughs> she should. Her post is kind of good, actually. <laughs> All right. Feeling banished, I went to the room, misty-eyed, and tried to have a silent, drunken cry until I fell asleep. You know that that cry was not silent, though, because when you're drunk, everything is just so much more heightened and loud. Uh, yeah, you'll hear about that in a couple of seconds. (laughs) All right. I still can't get over her writing, okay? Um, the next day, my friends told me that the amount I drank last night made them uncomfortable and that they heard me crying. (laughs) I never want to drink that much in front of them again. They never want me to. Um, They're allowed to have boundaries with me, and so I apologized and said that I wouldn't do it again. Very mature. Mm -hmm. I only had four drinks left at this point, so that night I cracked one open and got an immediately, don't overdo it tonight. (laughs) I nursed every drink gingerly while I got the same annoyed side eye. The rest of the trip was soured for me after that, but again, people are allowed to have boundaries about this sort of thing, and I understand to someone sober, someone drunk can be obnoxious. That said, I felt policed about my drinking while I was supposed to be at a party. I decided I simply won't drink around this friend group. This choice has backfired spectacularly. We hung out again, and I was offered a beer. I politely declined, and this was seen as odd because, as established before, I like to drink with my friends. When asked why, I explained that I feel like my drinking makes them uncomfortable, and their scrutiny about my drinking makes me uncomfortable. So if I remove alcohol from the equation entirely, then the issue is resolved. I was called a martyr and childish. I honestly tried not to make a big show of not drinking, just general refusal, but they see me saying that I have other friends I can drink with as an attack on them. I was asked if I was going to spend New Year's with them next year, and I was honest and said, probably not. I turned down a different set of friends this year to go to this thing with them. They see me as choosing alcohol over them, which isn't true. I want to still be around them. I just won't drink with them. Everything has been tense since. Am I the asshole for not wanting to drink around them? Okay, first off, I feel like you can't say they're choosing alcohol or she's choosing alcohol over them because, if anything, she's choosing respect. Like, she doesn't want to be judged and made to feel bad the whole weekend. So, I wouldn't go back for next New Year's, you know? No, she also stopped so that she could hang out Out of respect for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she... Like... At first, I was kind of like, okay, is this girl just an obnoxious drunk? Like, I can kind of understand, like... I definitely get the point. Like, I know if I'm sober when other people are drinking, you know, or, like, not had enough, you know, I can definitely get anxious and kind of more angry, and it's sometimes obnoxious to put up with them. Yeah. But, you know, it's to the point where... You're, you know they're under the influence. You know they're not going to be perfect. You're, they're your you're friends. You're not going to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, you're yeah. terrible people. Like, that's I, would, just... I would never call anybody out for one night of drinking when they're just trying to have fun. Like, Yeah, like, if anything, I think that in our friend group, it's mainly just like um, making fun of people for... Yeah, like just, we like to like... bring up what they do. Not... <laughs> Where's my shoe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't... <laughs> 
I don't know. I just, I, I'm kind of like confused because it's like one of those situations again where they did something wrong. It was addressed. It was fixed. But when it was fixed, it was still wrong. They were reading too much into a situation. Yeah. And like, like it's she's like. A lot, I think that sometimes when both parties try to voice their opinion and say that their side, the first party kind of takes offense to that. Like they're pretty much backlashing, but in reality, they're just trying to explain like their side too. Cause that's valid. You know, they have yeah. the choice too. Say, like, okay, I understand that, but, like, I'm just not going to drink because, you know, you guys feel uncomfortable when I drink too much, but I feel uncomfortable being judged. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, who wants to there. Who wants to be the odd one out? And I feel like she feels like she's yeah. the odd one out. Like, she's still choosing to hang out with them. That's, I mean, if you're making your friend feel like crap, like, it, there's a difference. If you are really concerned about how your friend's acting – Okay, have a conversation with them, and yeah. they'll probably be appreciative of it. But if you're making fun of them and giving them crap for it just because you can, like, who wants to put up with that? Yeah, that's when just she like... when she went out of her way to acknowledge they can have boundaries, like that's important, and she respected it and was very respectful with how she. I I don't know. It reminds me of like when people kind of come up to me and they kind of say like oh you talk too much or whatever that makes me not want to really talk Mm-mm. to them anymore it and makes me not want to say anything it, exactly and then they get mad at me and they're like oh you're too quiet well you made yep. me feel uncomfortable with myself and exactly. so now I'm over aware and it happens and it's it not fun it happens to so many people like I yeah I don't know how I feel about that I'm kind of like no I do I mean like it's just rude Yeah, like, I definitely understand. I think that it was fine, and I think that they should have been okay with it. It's her decision if she wants to drink or not. And, you know, if even if she did choose alcohol over them, I mean, it's one party. She's allowed to do that if she wants. She hangs out with you guys all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Like, wanting to hang out with other friends who accept her versus ones who judge her isn't irrational it's not a crime I mean yeah she's because she can do whatever she wants (laughs) I think it's like one of those things where like they sit back and they're like oh maybe I messed up yeah you know maybe I said the wrong thing yeah it's definitely I feel like that's probably one of those things that they learn over time like oh yeah maybe I definitely should have thought more about what I said yeah yeah I agree all right um we're gonna jump into this next story um it's titled am I the asshole for eating my underweight friends lunches um (laughs) well so let's see where this one goes yeah this is so the consensus for the vote is yes you are the asshole um we'll just get into this one so you can decide yeah you can decide for yourself um so what i'm gathering from this is this is taking place in a high school uh i have a friend uh she's 15 uh the friend's 16 Her name's Brooke. Uh, She doesn't eat much, but her mom wants her to gain weight, so she packs her these huge lunches. Brooke's pretty small, like 4'10 and 80-some pounds, but she has a stomach condition that prevents her from gaining weight. Her mom thinks her doctor is an idiot (laughs) and that she'll gain weight if she eats more. So she'll pack Brooke three sandwiches, two granola bars, two cookies, two bags of fruit snacks, an apple, and peanut butter. An applesauce and a bag of chips. Oh, gosh. I thought it was done. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That was her lunch yesterday. I'm just going to stop you right there because, like, I'm not not small, okay? I'm not huge, but I'm pretty average, and I could only eat, like, maybe half. Not even half of that. (laughs) So, well, that's what this kind of gets into after this. Like, she, she definitely eats a good portion of her food. But, like, that's two, that's, no, that's not two sandwiches, that's three. Three sandwiches. Three sandwiches, like. Five applesauces, (laughs) ten pizzas. Like, that is a lot, I mean, I I don't know. Touchy situation, if, like, this is coming from a high schooler, like, you don't necessarily know the situation. Yeah. Um, but this is what the rest of it says. Her mom gets mad when she comes home with most of the food because she's wasting her money. She eats lunch with me and two other girls, Alex, 15, and Claire, 16, 
And Claire and I are on the varsity soccer team, and Claire is a dancer, and the three of us are always hungry. So Brooke eats whatever she wants, then Alex, Claire, and I divide the rest of her food and eat that. It's worked out pretty well for all of us. Brooke's mom doesn't get mad at her, and we've only had to buy lunch, like, once or twice this year. (laughs) I mean, that sounds pretty good to me, not gonna lie. I can't say... I can't deny that when I was in high school, I would share my lunches. Yeah. Like, I would pack... And I definitely think if she's eating what she wants and if she's getting full before they start eating it, I mean. Yeah. Um, so this is the next part. There's a new girl in our grade, Daisy, 16, and we invited her to eat lunch with us yesterday. Brooke took everything out of her lunchbox and took an apple and peanut butter, a cookie, a granola bar, and half a sandwich. That's quite a bit honestly that's probably what I would eat when I was in high school and it it was like filling to yeah. me um she said that she didn't want anything else so Alex Claire and I started biting her lunch and Daisy had this really disgusted look on her face I asked what was wrong and she said she thinks it's disgusting that we're taking Brooke's food considering how small she is but you also have to think she's only 410 number one she is really really like And she's not going to weigh a ton for being that small. I feel like freshmen, and this is pretty recent. I uh, feel like 80-some pounds is a little, Yeah, freshmen, like, sophomore, like, age should be around, like, five-something, probably. Yeah. Five-foot-something. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I've always had friends, you know, that have super thin, okay? They eat more than me, and they still don't even gain a pound. I gained two pounds looking at a cheeseburger. They could eat five (laughs) and lose two pounds. So, yeah. she could just have really high metabolism, you know? I'm sure yeah. the doctor who went to school and knows what he's talking about knows what he's talking about. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we're saying, we said that it actually helps Brooke, but she wasn't having it, and she went to the dean and said that we're bullying Brooke. Brooke hasn't said anything about it, but I'm starting to wonder if we are being assholes because we eat more of her lunches than she does, and sometimes we eat all of it even though she's kind of underway. Okay, that's a little messed up. Yeah. The last part. Okay, that's the that's, issue. Yeah, that's a little... Okay, yeah, I can understand a little bit. But honestly, if she... Again, like, with her being underweight, if she can't eat... If she's physically, like, you see her, like, not eating a ton, like, you know, it kind of seems like maybe, like, an eating disorder or something, it'd be a little wrong. But, I mean, if she's... It's hard to tell because you're and, not there. <laughs> and this is what, like, some of the comments said. Someone brought up, like... um. I don't know, but I just want to make sure that your friend doesn't feel like she's being pressured by all of you. Yeah. She could be just smiling and nodding to not make you guys upset. Are you sure she's okay with it? Um, The um, writer said, I agree with this. Um, And they also may not have a full story of the condition that she has. Um, I'm pretty sure the writer mentioned, like, being considerate of the fact that she may possibly have one but she doesn't show any signs of it and normally at that age or honestly at any age you can usually tell if someone has signs of like an eating disorder oh yeah um and I don't know it's again kind of like you mentioned you know she could just be like oh I don't want to be rude you know like she might try to be leaving enough food for them between the rest of them to split it so mm-hmm. she might not be taking as much yeah, as she wants. Yeah, since they're not bringing their own like Yeah, she food. probably feels a little pressured because she's like, oh, "Okay, now they're relying on my lunch too." So I can see why that can be a little bit of a problem, but I definitely think that needs to be like a spoken thing between all of them. Yeah. Like, like I kind of I give Daisy credit because like I mean, she was looking out. She's yeah, a new she, I mean, girl. She like she's up. not she's not used to like being around them so like if she's seeing this and she thinks it's odd behavior and she reported it like yeah good for her because like if say she does have an eating disorder and like she potentially helped you know make these other girls aware of that because they might not be aware of it they might just be like like, okay extra food time yeah and again it could have started with good intentions you know trying to like not get her in trouble and get the best of both worlds where you know 
she's still eating the amount of food she needs to eat, but she's not getting yelled at for leaving any waste. But then that slowly could have transitioned into like, oh yeah, now we're getting free food and we don't have to buy our own lunches. And then she started getting more pressured to like eat less because of that. Yeah, yeah. So it could have been an accidental transition into Yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of on... Like, I can understand both sides. Like, if I had more information, I might be able to, like... And it's always hard judging other people's stories because you're not there and you never know all the details. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. All right, we're going to jump into the next story. Um, This one isn't necessarily, like, a friendship one. Um, I thought it was one of the more interesting ones we found today, but it could pertain to it because I feel like this happens a lot. Um... The title is Am I the Asshole for Removing My Sister from the Bridal Party Because She Won't Wear the Bridesmaid's Dress. So when I first read it, I was like, well, sure she is. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's about the bride, you know? Yeah, to an like, extent. You yeah, know? because, you know, I guess in my mind I was kind of like, oh, maybe she thought it was kind of like the typical ugly bridal dress or whatever and she's just like I'm not wearing that yeah I thought yeah it was either that or I was like oh no did she pick out like a white dress or something I don't know yeah (laughs) but um as I read it I was kind of like okay I'm on the bridesmaids the sister's side because yeah I definitely think there was a solution that could have been found yeah all right so let's get into it My fiancé and I are getting married in late August, and the wedding planning is going great. I asked my sister to be one of my bridesmaids since we have always been very close. However, a couple weeks ago, I had to ask her to leave the bridal party. The dress I selected for my bridesmaids is very summery. Pink, strapless, and knee-length. However, a few years ago, my sister converted to a very conservative church, and her new church has a very strict modesty rule that does not allow her to show her arms, legs, or any of her chest and back. We argued over the bridesmaid's dress, with her offering to wear leggings under the dress and have the top altered or wear a cardigan. I said no, as this would look very strange in my bridal party photos, And since she refused to wear the original dress, I asked her to leave the bridal party. My sister has been really upset, and now she feels like she shouldn't come to the wedding at all. But at the same time, I feel like her duty as a bridesmaid is to wear what I want her to. So I had the right to ask her to leave the party. Am I the asshole? Okay, so this one's kind of hit or miss. Because, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. So I have quite a few friends that are getting married, and I've definitely told them a few times well it's your wedding like you know it's your special day you should be getting what you want from it but I feel like that's this is to an extent yeah like when it comes and to there could have been solutions stuff, yeah like I don't know I personally so I'm just gonna bring this up right now I personally am so in favor of like the let's get the same color or like color scheme and pick whatever you want to wear. Yeah, I am because, such a big fan of that. Exactly, because, like, not everyone... If you pick out a particular looking dress, first of all, everyone's going to look the same. That's not even fun. Uh, yeah. Second of all, when you allow your bridesmaids to have choice in what they wear, they're going to be more comfortable. They're going to have a much more comfortable, fun, happy time. Well, and so, as somebody who's, like, always struggled with being a little bit on the bigger side and having really small friends I can tell you I don't look the same in one dress as they do you know so for me to be able to pick a dress that flatters my body more just ensures me that like you know if in pictures I'm gonna light up more or I'm gonna have a better time at the wedding I'm not gonna be super self-conscious the whole time and worried about myself yeah and I think that that would be the perfect thing to do for this I understand having an idea of what you want for like you want everything to be perfect yeah I get that but at the same time if you're asking people to be in your wedding you have to be somewhat considerate to an extent of the other their people. comfort how they feel like they're a part of your day you should care about how they feel too like ultimately like they're going out of their way taking that day off to try and give you the best wedding that they can obviously with staying in their boundaries exactly and like it's okay to like have an idea of what you want and 
like obviously like have requests as long as you're respectful about it yeah however when it comes to religion and religious like beliefs like you can't like in my opinion I just think it's so wrong to ask someone yeah just um forget what you believe like just just forget about it for a day and do this for me that's basically what she says in the last the last line she's like she's in the bridal party she should be doing what I want her to do I hate when brides have that mentality I I I hate that too and I get it that it's your special day but again like we said you know you could have and I get that you've fallen in love with those dresses but have a dress in the same color but let her have a longer dress with sleeves or like I get that that will still look a little awkward but it still includes you're gonna regret not having your sister in your wedding yeah and, and the it's fact not that she gonna doesn't wanna you're come. the main focus yeah I not mean your sister yeah how many times have you been to a wedding where you're focused on the bridesmaids yeah never or like we said use the opportunity to do different dresses you know I know that you said you've fallen in love with those dresses but the only dress you should really really be in love with is your own yeah like bridesmaids sorry I'm bridesmaid bridesmaids don't matter okay we can look a little bit cute but yeah we're just there to match our theme okay we don't have to look 100% you know like I don't know just like and the and also my other thing that I first thought of was with the strapless I'm like girl you're like not thinking about any other body type yeah like I don't know who all is in her bridal party but I'm like I'm sure there's other people that feel uncomfortable and like it's kind of embarrassing like imagine someone asked so why isn't your sister a bridesmaid anymore yeah and you have to be like well it's because I wasn't respecting her <laughs> religious beliefs actually because I thought her beliefs were rude yeah it was rude to the fact that I wanted my bridesmaids <laughs> yeah. to look like it was rude of her not to just that's just like on their a game that's just like being like oh yeah I don't want to have sex until marriage but this guy's like well we're gonna get married anyways so you might as well just like do it now like no you can't just change your beliefs like that for you know that's yeah. not how that works and like I just wish I had the sister's point of view yeah, I know <laughs> um someone said you're the asshole. Can't believe I'm <laughs> sticking up for a religious exemption. But what if it was a hijab? If you're more invested in your uniform bridal photo than your sister, you should probably reassess. I think that's definitely... And I definitely think that's a good point, bringing in the hijab. Because, I don't know, as somebody who is religious, you know, I definitely am very respectful of other people's beliefs and stuff. But even if you're not religious, I still think respecting other people in general with their beliefs, religious or not, are important. Yeah. Another person said, okay, so I grew up Mormon, not anymore, and would not have been able to wear the dress in the description. That said, I would have understood that altering it to fit Mormon standards would have made it look odd or stand out weirdly. And I would have been okay with being a regular guest at the sister's wedding. And we never know. The sister might have been like, okay, I'll just be a guest. Like, if it's going to come to that, let me be a guest. Um, But also, like, she's making her feel unwelcome. So that's why she doesn't want to be. Yeah, I definitely think she may have, like, took it, like, a little bit of a step further saying, like, she doesn't feel welcome at the wedding. Because, like, I mean, it sounds like she wants her at the wedding. It's just, like, I don't know. She's being kind of a little bridezilla-y about the bridesmaid dress. But I definitely think... Yeah. We don't know what, like, like, the conversations are like outside of this because... We are outsiders. We don't know. Like, who knows? Like, and honestly, if someone was like... If someone... If you were... Say you were a bridesmaid in someone's wedding. And you did something. And then they just asked you, Ah, I'm going to have you not be in my wedding party like you would feel you would probably feel a little bit like oh shoot maybe I should just like kind of step away like yeah do they really want me there so maybe that was what her mindset was um and you never know how she said you could just be like okay well you're not my bridesmaid anymore or she could have been like you know I just again it could all be in the voice and the way that the people are and it's just I don't know it's so like iffy everything's just on yeah people are crazy you can never judge one person just from a story Mm because i know plenty of people that are way different in person no yeah no i (laughs) 
I kind of, like, when I first read that, I was like, what? I'm, like, picturing it in my head, and I can see it looking a little weird with, like... Like, I know, you know it These be... girls wearing, like, shorter dresses that are strapless, and then somebody wearing, like, a yeah. full-length ball gown with, like... like well, not ball gown, but, like, you know, long dress, long sleeves yeah. and stuff. But, again, I totally get, like... I get both sides. Yeah. But, personally, me, like, this is just personally, like, if someone did not feel comfortable i'll go out of my way to be like okay yeah. try on any type of dress you want we are just people pleasers. stay <laughs> yeah just stay within this certain color and we will be good to go exactly and yeah i'm definitely too much of a people pleaser uh, it could be my wedding day and i'll be like you know what you guys want to wear white all right we'll wear right <laughs> i'll wear you know i'll wear black for you guys <laughs> you know <laughs> oh gosh so yeah. i guess it's just harder for me to understand just because that's not how my brain works but Again, I do understand to a certain point why she feels that way. Because that is somebody's day where they expect everything to be perfect and just how they want it. And yeah, that's just how standards go for weddings is everyone's like, oh, it's about them. Which it is. And it's their special yeah. day. But is a dress really going to make that much of a difference in your special day? Oh, my gosh. I saw a video on TikTok or Facebook or something of a bride standing in front of a hotel receptionist yelling at the receptionist because he mixed up the rooms and sent them into a room that a couple was already booked into a room at which understandably that would be so embarrassing and so terrible but she was screaming at him like the and the friend was screaming for her the friend was like comp this comp that like you need to pay for all of this this is such a big mess up how could you do this to a bride like that's literally what she said I'm like you're like any other person if this happened to any other person yeah it would be unfortunate yeah but like don't be like oh she's a bride like and people make people make mistakes all that's another thing is I don't know my toxic trait is trying to think about what everyone else is thinking in situation like I'm Mm -hmm. that bad friend because somebody will want support and they'll be like this person was being so rude to me and then I'll be like yeah that really did suck but I wonder if they were just having a bad day or like (laughs) I'm that person. Yeah. So I have a hard time relating and being like, that is so bad of him. And like, how can he do? He's a person. Yeah. Everyone makes mistakes. I you don't know? know. Yeah. I guess we also work in like uh, yeah, jobs fair. We've where had we like serving, just... customer service, yeah. everything. Yeah. So I understand like the disappoint sometimes. Yeah. It definitely sucks, but yeah. I definitely have a better understanding. Yeah, definitely. From all that. All right, we're going to finish up with this one last story. It's titled, Would I Be the Asshole If I Told My Friend I Was Upset With Her Even Though She Just Gave Birth? Disclaimer, this has a lot of misspellings in it, so if I say something wrong, it's not because I'm stupid. <laughs> Mia is reading because I'm dyslexic. I just want to state that, okay, guys? I'm not hey, mean. <laughs> my brother's dyslexic. I'm dyslexic. No. I'm oh, wait, yeah, you myself. actually are. <laughs> All right. Back in November, I was supposed to attend my best friend's baby shower. Unfortunately, my grandfather passed away, and I'd fallen behind in school, and I just wasn't able to make it. I was upset for days. At that point in time, I had discussed with her that I would like to come visit her, her husband, and the baby on President's Day weekend. I worked in a public school and take master's classes at night, so I have a very limited schedule and very limited time off. She said, as of right now, she loves that idea, but she isn't sure if after she has the baby, she'll feel the same way because of the pandemic and the concerns with out-of-state visitors flying in. I said, I completely understand. Fast forward to the beginning of January, our first best friend reached out in our friend group saying that she would like to come to visit after the baby is born. One friend responded that I was coming on President president's day weekend and it would be great if she wanted to join in on the visit i would i made sure to bring up the notion that she may or may not be comfortable with us coming after the baby comes and the other visitor and i agreed to book refundable flights i had later decided that because she was nervous i would drive the six hours instead of risking being on an airplane and then visiting a newborn our friend gave birth on wednesday night Last night, we received a text saying that her husband's brother and his family had just booked tickets to come visit them the same weekend that we had been planning without asking them first. She went on to say that it would be too overwhelming for that many people to be in the house and basically said that we can't come anymore. The three of us have been friends since high school over a decade, 
and this is the first one of us to have a child. I am so heartbroken. I won't be able to come out for another visit until the end of April, and I just feel completely completely disregarded. I want to respect her current situation and not add any more stress to her life as a new mom, but I also feel hurt. I'm a blunt person who believes in shameless communication. The whole situation doesn't make sense. Who books a flight across the country, coast to coast, to see a newborn without asking the mother first? I feel like I've been pushed out of the door. Wasn't it family that booked a flight? Yeah. I guess it kind of depends on how close they are. I was going to say, I could definitely <clears throat> see, like, a mother-in-law being like, oh, yeah, we're going to book these flights, go see my grandchild when I want, but <laughs> I guess it's yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Would I be the asshole if I told this new mother that my feelings are hurt? I couldn't sleep last night, and I cried about it on the way to work. I had a really tough year last year, and this group of girls is restorative to my soul. I was really looking forward to meeting our new best friend and spending time with my girls. The other friend is also upset, but she was able to go to the baby shower and now has more flexibility in her schedule. Although she doesn't want to visit without me because she feels it will be more special if we're all together. The other friend is more upset with the husband saying that this was his doing. I want to do the right thing, but I just feel so sad. I definitely don't think you're the asshole for wanting to talk to your friend. I never think that wanting to express how you feel if done in the right way, is going to make you an asshole. Yeah. I personally am very big on talking, so I think that even if it doesn't always end up the best, it's still good to get it out. I understand how upsetting that would be because, like, they did ask, and, like, and the wife was kind of like, yeah, you can come, and then it kind of, like, flipped. Yeah. But also, as an introvert... I'm kind of like when stuff comes up sometimes I'm like okay this is gonna be extremely overwhelming and like I, I feel so bad if she drove six hours though yeah I don't have kids of my own obviously but like I know when my sister had um both of my nieces you know um granted I didn't get to go see Tulsa in the hospital but with Koi it was very overwhelming and we definitely had to plan like she didn't want anybody to know that she was in labor because she didn't want anybody driving up there she wanted it like on her time because like labor is a very yeah intense situation for the mom and trying you know you're working around not sleeping trying to like have everyone want to come over so it is a really stressful thing I, just, I can understand a lot of people being over there being stressful but again I'm kind of like, like make time at I'm least for a little bit yeah I'm kind of like I don't know why, but I guess everyone voted that she is the asshole in this situation. Um, I think but I kind of sit there and I'm like, you plan to see her right after she gave birth. And that's not really a good time to like, and yeah. newborns are very like, even if COVID wasn't a thing, you don't want to get like a newborn sick. So like, I can understand wanting to only have like family around and stuff so I think it's kind of weird that she did plan it right after the fact because like yeah you guys are close friends but like family's family too so yeah I definitely think family should always see and hear about stuff yeah and you know even like with you obviously you'd be able to see my child that I'm never gonna have first but but (laughs) not first but like after my family exactly see that's that's I don't know I also like grew up with a mom who worked with mothers mm -hmm. like for a long yeah a long portion of her life where she's like it's so stressful and like you just want to have a limited amount of people around you you want people that are gonna be supportive not overwhelming and just like chill and sometimes when like everyone's all around it just gets hectic like she could have the best intentions but her and the other friend like being around there with the family yeah that would be overwhelming and that's just one of those situations where it's just gonna come off sounding wrong anyways because like it's not that you don't want them there it's just overwhelming exactly you know like I'm definitely not a mom but like even just having a dog and having Mia over here like you don't want to know how many times we've retried to do this beginning podcast because it was chaotic. It, yeah. And that's a that's a puppy. <laughs> so, I can't imagine. Like, we'll have days. Households. Yeah, we'll have days where we're just overwhelmed and I'll be like, I don't want to see anyone. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk to anyone. Like, some people don't get it. But, like, if you're introverted and you get your energy, 
I feel like that like plays into like the whole childbirth experience because even yeah. if you're not introverted you just want like it's so much it takes so energy much out of you. yeah that you just want to be chill Alone. with your and yeah, yeah another thing is like that's your baby you're gonna be you're gonna the struggle with that is everyone wants gonna everyone wants to see your baby but you also want to be alone you want with your like, child yeah. and enjoy that first moments of life without everybody like intruding in yeah so that I can see why that's like a lot of big calls and I definitely think that as much as it does hurt I probably would side with the mother just a little bit more I didn't think yeah. I would but I think I would because you know she's been through a lot she don't look like that man. <laughs> she's been through a lot you know so and it's her baby she's she's allowed to make whatever calls she wants in the end yeah I totally agree with that like but again, I don't think that makes her an asshole for wanting to speak to her friend about it and letting her know that it hurt. No. And like also like just so that situation Why does she think again. that she is? Like her friend didn't tell her she was. Yeah. No one told her she was. She just kind of was like Except Am I in the wrong? The, except everyone on the side. Yeah. But. Everyone on the internet's <laughs> like, You're so stupid. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, no. You know that's what? why I, I don't kind of, I don't like people on the internet. I know, that's why I kind of like hate it. But <laughs> us being on the internet, making a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I someone, hate everyone on the internet. <laughs> someone <laughs> someone else said, uh, the baby will be much more fun and active, uh, interactive around April. And I'm like, Yeah. And it like yeah. the first few weeks they're sleepy. Yeah, and it's like I guess it does suck because you know you Her want, schedule, You want to too. meet it. It's, like, you know, just not getting to see them and then being all grown up or being a lot bigger is kind of strange. And, you know, you wanted to see that first beginning bits, but you have to take your battles. Like, pick and choose, you know. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know. I think I side with the mom on this one. Like, yeah. I side with both people. I hate siding with people. But I like- hate picking. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> I am Switzerland. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was a good one, though, because... I do. Um, that's kind of, like, a more chill, like, approach. Because, like, she did understand, like, okay, like, the mom wants... Like, I know it'd be overbearing. She definitely didn't make a big deal out of it. I know. Like, I can understand being upset, but she didn't... Yeah, no. Make that's a big deal That's why I hate the internet. Like, they always are like, oh my gosh, you're a terrible person. I'm like, Yeah, no. like, you're allowed... Even if you feel a certain way, no matter how you feel, you're a lot... You are... What's the word I'm looking for? You are able to feel the way that you want to feel. Nobody can judge you for that. You may just, I mean, may not always be the best to express how you feel or, like, get it out loud, but you are yeah. entitled, there you go, to it, your feelings. Yes, you're entitled to your feelings. Don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise. Yeah. I mean, even if your feelings are, like, dumb, like, it's okay. Yeah, I have dumb feelings all the time that don't matter, but I get to work through <laughs> them on my own in my head, and guess what? I feel better after. Yeah. I vote she's not the asshole. I vote she's not the asshole. I too, vote that but I also both people are not. Yes, I no think one did everyone anything is wrong. great. I yeah. think everyone's great. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, that is all that we have for today. Let us know what you think about all the individual stories. If you want us to post the links to them, we can do that. Um, just keep us in the know. Let us know what you guys like, what you don't like, but maybe be nice about it. Yes. We, we are definitely not professionals, obviously. I mean, if you guys, we keep doing a lot of Reddit posts just because we're doing stuff that we're interested in, but we'd also like to do stuff you're interested in. So definitely, you know, like we say, leave comments, Give tell us, us some ideas. Because exactly. we have a hard time figuring out what to talk about sometimes. Anyways, thank you for listening today and we hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye.